It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Cynthia Okendo Ayon was one of the 58 people brutally slayed in the Maguindanao massacre. But the lawyer and mom of three isn't the only Cynthia in this story. The other Cynthia was a lawyer too. And at the time of the massacre, she was Solicitor General of what was then the Autonomous Region in Muslim Mindanao. Her name is Cynthia Giani Sayadi. Witnesses told the court that she was present as the Ampatuans planned the killings. They identified her as a political advisor and lawyer of the powerful clan. A vice mayor of one of the municipalities in Maguindanao, who was also the commander of the Ampatuan's private army, said that Cynthia was there during the meeting at Century Park Hotel, Manila, in July 2009. The Ampatuans had asked Toto Mangudadatu twice to not run for governor of Maguindanao, but he refused to back down. So Patriarch Andal Ampatuan Sr., said that Mangudadatu needed to be killed because, quote, masyadong matigas ang kanyang ulo. Cynthia replied, Tama ka, kaka. Pero dapat malinis ang pagkakagawa kasi kung nagkataon, makulong tayo lahat. I'm Pam Pastor, a journalist from the Philippine Daily Inquirer. I'm also the host of Super Evil, an Inquirer podcast powered by Puma Podcast. This November, you'll hear me here on Teka Teka as we release stories to commemorate the 12th anniversary of the Maguindanao Massacre. At the time of the Maguindanao Massacre, attorney Cynthia Giani Sayadi was one of the lawyers of the Ampatuans. Earlier, we talked about how a witness, the commander of the Ampatuan's private army, had said she was at a meeting in Century Park Hotel where they planned the whole thing. That same witness said that Cynthia was also present at a meeting at Andal Sr.'s farm on November 16, 2009. There, they discussed that Toto Mangudadatu could file his certificate of candidacy in three locations, Manila, Cotabato, and Sharifa Guac. According to court documents and multiple witnesses, Andal Sr. assigned people to take charge of killing Mangudadatu wherever he filed. And Cynthia Gayani Sayadi, together with Maguindanao Provincial Administrator Nori Unas, were asked to take charge of Cotabato. The witness said that Cynthia responded, Opo, kaka, lahat ng connection ko ay gagamitin ko. It was Toto Magudadatu's wife, Gigi, who would end up going to Sharifa Guac to file his certificate of candidacy. But she never made it there. She, along with relatives, supporters, lawyers, and journalists, 
would all be killed in a savage slaughter that would shock the nation. After the killings, witnesses told the court that Cynthia Gayani Sayadi was there again with the Ampatuans discussing how to hide the backhoe that had been used to bury some of the bodies. A kasambahay of the Ampatuans told the court how Cynthia Andal Sr. and another Ampatuan supporter discussed the possible surrender of Andal Jr. He heard them say that they would turn him over to presidential advisor on the peace process, Jess Dureza, as long as Andal Jr. would only be surrendered in the care of then-President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo. That kasambahay said Cynthia and the other Ampatuan supporters promised that they would do their best to help Andal Jr. Doreza received a call from Andal Sr. asking for the deadline of Andal Jr.'s surrender to be moved to the morning of November 26, three days after the massacre. That night, Doreza received another call, this time from Cynthia Giani Sayadi. He said she was asking for assurance that government troops wouldn't strike until the 10 a.m. scheduled surrender. When Andal Jr. finally surrendered the next morning, according to Doreza, Cynthia insisted that she board the chopper with him. Cynthia was there too in December 2009 when Andal Ampatuan Sr. pretended to be sick to evade arrest. A witness told the court that she instructed the convoy to head to Davao Doctor's Hospital. At the hospital, Cynthia and another Ampatuan lawyer, Philip Pantohan, refused to surrender Andal Sr. to military men, asking them for a warrant of arrest. Family members of the victims of the Maguindanao massacre urged the Supreme Court to disbar Cynthia and Philip. This was for conceiving the plan for Andal Sr. to fake illness to avoid being detained. That same witness told the court that in 2010, while detained in Davao, Andal Sr. told him to meet with Cynthia's husband, Omar Sayadi, and Andal Sr.'s spiritual advisor, Farid Ads, in a mall to get 36 million pesos from them. This was part of the witness's testimony about Andal Sr.'s bribing spree in an attempt to have charges against his clan dropped. So according to court documents and witnesses, Cynthia Gayani Sayadi was there from the planning of the crime to attempts at covering it up. Surely that means she's culpable, right? But the Department of Justice didn't seem to think so. According to its 2019 resolution, which dismissed the charges against Cynthia and 39 others, quote, Mere presence at the scene of the crime does not automatically make one liable for it, much less presence in the place or meeting where the crime was allegedly planned. End quote. It's another case of impunity, said Prosecutor Nena Santos. Quote, Her legal knowledge and the fact that a lawyer, the very best person who can and would legally protect her co-conspirators from criminal liability, is present at the meetings, undoubtedly and indubitably emboldened, reassured, and encouraged her co-conspirators into proceeding in the commission of the multiple murders, end quote. The case 
Attorney Nena tells us, is on appeal with the office of the president. Cynthia has said that she's ready to face all allegations against her in court. In 2015, she said she had been included as a suspect in the case because she planned to run for district representative in Maguindanao. Other political clans in the province also denounced their inclusion in the new batch of suspects, saying the case was being used by Toto Mangudadatu for his own political gains. It was also in 2015 that Cynthia hired the firm of Philip Sigrid Fortune to represent her. It's the same firm that represented Andal Sr., Andal Jr., and Zaldi Ampatuan in the Maguindanao Massacre case. So where is Cynthia Giani Sayadi now? Has she been in hiding since the massacre? Laying low? Nope. She's in Maguindanao. She became city administrator of Cotabato City, then vice mayor in 2016. When her brother, who was mayor of Cotabato City, died, she became mayor. She was re-elected in 2019. Yes, the other Cynthia is still mayor of Cotabato City today, and she's seeking re-election in 2022. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Pam Pastor, a journalist from the Philippine Daily Inquirer. Join me again next week as we release a new story to commemorate the 12th anniversary of the Maguindanao Massacre. You can also listen to our six-part podcast on the Maguindanao Massacre. Just search for Super Evil, A Beautiful Place to Die. This episode was written by myself and produced by Trisha Aquino. Audio editor is Presh Capistrano. Also follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.